In each episode, we're gonna recap. It's filling all blue with Xander and Matt. Welcome to Sailing All Blue, the podcast where we are setting sail into the world of One Piece. My name is Andrew, and here with me is confident tree dweller Matt. Hello. <laughs> hey, Matt, how are, how are you today? I'm doing fine, thank you. Uh, competent <laughs> tree dweller? Yeah, yeah, yeah. C- c- uh, so, have you ever seen My Cat from Hell? No. Oh my god, it is... Uh, the best and worst uh, TV show. So it follows Jackson Galaxy, a cat whisperer by day, musician by night. Wait, are we on? Are we on the right fan cast here? Uh, yeah, but but one of the things is that you know he, he, because this yeah yeah it, this cycles in. So you know, cat whisperer. Uh, there's a lot of cat themed in this arc. Oh no! One of the things you know, Jackson Galaxy says is if your cat is a conference tree dweller. Or or like a bush dweller, right? If they like being up high or down low. So and you, you like being up high, man. You're a confident tree dweller. Okay. Don't don't worry about it. I I will I'm make just my not own humor. Think this one through. I'm just gonna. <laughs> you know what? I should have just let it roll. I'm already sorry. I asked. <laughs> that's that's everybody <laughs> who whoever asked like what i don't get it why 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 are you saying this why are you laughing it's like oh it's because of xyz it's like i i regret asking this question now i know something i wish i never knew you know we, we have to make <laughs> jokes for us because the one person we always know will get our references is ourselves exactly you know, it's I, I everyone else's for fault for not having our experiences anyways let's let's get started so matt are you ready to finish up this current arc of syrup village yeah speaking of of sharing our experiences for those of you who for some reason this is the first one you're tuning into uh this is part two of a of a two-part episode the the format of this is that uh i've i've somehow managed to make it pretty far through otaku dumb through nerd dumb etc uh, without actually having watched a red one, uh, without having read One Piece, uh, I've not been able to watch it for very long. Uh, usually because it's bored me. Uh, <laughs> Xander here ha- is now for for whatever arcane reasons we'll get to later has has forced me to read all of One Piece, and we're documenting it. So today we're going over the second half of the Syrup Village arc, which is where. Uh, Luffy and crew pick up Usopp the Liar. The best character. Where we last left our heroes, they were fighting off the dreaded... They're like cat pirates. I, I can't remember. I still can't remember the actual name of that. They're, of their they're crew. the black cat pirates. It is just black cat? It is just that simple? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's real simple. Okay. I kept, I keep feeling like there's something else, like the something bl- cat pirates that's like more descriptive or like the black oh, the something Kuro's, cat. Yeah, the Kuro's uh, black hat pirates. It's Captain Kuro's is uh, black cats. Pirates. Yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure it's a Japanese pun, but that's that's okay with Kuro being black and all. Anyway, uh, meaning black and Japanese and all. It's yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a lot of pun. It's very thematic. Yeah. And oh boy, there's so many cat puns. 
Uh, it's I'm so wonderful. using the, the Viz translation online, um, the official one. So in that case, we have things like Zolo, Roanoa Zolo, the swordsman. Yeah, Roranora Zoro. Yeah, Zolo, that's what I said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Zolo is is fighting the Meowbin brothers who have used their cat burglary skills to steal the swords right off his back, which I guess is an explanation. So the chapters we're going through is we ended at chapter 31 last time. We're going to go through chapter 41 uh, this time. We'll start how we usually go, where I, I explain uh, what I read badly. Uh, Xander is going to help highlight certain scenes that I may have uh, forgotten about or not as paid as much attention to that he knows are going to be more important. And then we're just going to have a, a kind of conversation as to, you know, reviewing the, the, the chapters, our reactions, our thoughts, that kind of thing. Any Anything... Um, you'd like to to go over before we start xander yeah since this is our first time splitting an arc in in half i want to summarize a little bit of what happened last last bit in the arc uh so we got to the island of syrup village we met usap you know he's a compulsive liar he's running around being like pirates are coming pirates are coming but there's never pirates he's been doing this since childhood there's never pirates usap meets you know actual pirates who land uh, which is, you know, our gang, our, our Luffy and Nami and, and Zoro. Some stuff happens. We find out the butler's an evil pirate bent on uh, getting uh, the nice ladies. Um, I'm blanking on her name. Kaya. <laughs> Kaya's uh, uh, money by forcing her the right of put in, putting uh, him, Captain Kuro, into her will. And now we're like fighting people on the beach. That's what happened last time. Which, importantly, the only reason uh, Luffy and the others were initially involved is because Miss Kaya's rich, so she can give us a boat, right? Because our current boats are terrible. They're not even real boats. They're little dinghies. So, yeah, there's currently a fight between uh, formerly the butler, Claudor, now the now revealed to be Captain Kuro, uh, his crew. And we also saw Kaya and... Kuro both heading off to the shore where the pirates have landed. Uh, so that'll hap- that'll come back up. In fact, in the first in this first chapter for this reading, first we have uh, Zolo fighting the the Meowbian brothers. Basically, the the only four the only four characters of the bad guys that matter are the two the two Meowbian brothers, uh, Django the hypnotist, who I have no clue how he's cat themed. I don't know how hypnotism is cat themed. I don't know how his heart shaped sunglasses are cat themed. Well, they're they're not. He, he's not cat themed. Um, oh, he just he, clashes. You know, we we all know who he's modeled after, right? Like you you understand the reference of Django. What what is the reference? Michael Jackson. Okay, with, like, with that's the whole why moon he moonwalks. That's why he got the cool hair. I don't know why they're a hypnotist though. But <laughs> I thought he. Yeah, I, I didn't. It seemed way. It seemed besides the moonwalking bit that he does, it didn't seem very Michael Jacksony. But I will give you the moonwalking. Oh, you got the hat. You got the you got the hair. It's like late Michael Jackson, right? When whenever he had like the more straight kind of wavyish hair. This is this is bad Michael Jackson. Not Michael Jackson when he was bad, but like the al- the album bad Michael Jackson. Uh, is it a bad? Oh wait, we can't sing. Okay. Well, 
No, DMCA'd. no, we, we kept it under 10 seconds. We kept yeah. it under 10 seconds. That doesn't uh, matter anymore. <laughs> oh, no, it, do- it doesn't. Oh, no. <laughs> now they'll, they'll DMCA regardless. There's no... I'm, I'm not getting in this. Well, welcome to the um, last episode of Sailing All Blue. Welcome to the last episode of Sailing All Blue. <laughs> now, let's let's jump in. Let's set sail. Anyway, yeah, so there's, there's Django the Hypnotist, who uh, is not cat-themed still. Michael Jackson, not a cat. Uh, as his name suggests, he has some very ill-defined hypnotism powers. Uh, and then there's uh, Captain Kuro, and these are the only bad guys that really matter because all the mooks kind of got beat up already. So Zolo's fighting the the Meowbin brothers two on one. Nami tells Usopp to help, and then immediately regrets it because Usopp hits Zolo. But it turns out Zolo took the hit on purpose because he's trying to tank them like a good RPG tank. And we get to see Zolo's thought process. His internal thought process is. I need more swords. I need more swords. Nami picks up on this and runs to grab uh, Zolo's swords that have been thrown on the ground. But Django goes, no swords for you, and slices her with, it turns out his little hypnotism coin on his string is actually a chakram. So he slices her with that. And then Captain Kuro shows up and asks what in Neptune is going on, reams everyone out for being incompetent, and says that if you don't kill him in five minutes, he's going to kill everyone. But we'll get to that. We'll come back to that comment later. So everyone kind of gasses up Kuro, uh, and Django has this whole monologue about uh, Kuro's technique and how the way he adjust, weird way he adjusts his glasses is actually muscle memory from adjusting his cat claw weapons to not cut his face while he adjusts his glasses. Which I think is so fucking cool. That is such a nice attention to detail. And it also kind of comes back to he wouldn't need to adjust his glasses if he'd just taken Kaya's gift of new, of new glasses. Like smashing them. <laughs> but Nami uh, uses the bad guy monologue as a distraction to give Zolo his swords. And Zolo proves that, yes, all he needed was, uh, was more swords because then he one-shots the Meowbin brothers. Uh, but Fat Meowbin is alive. So Django uses that berserker hypnotism thing he used in the previous chapters. Uh, Nami goes to wake up Luffy. We get this cliffhanger at the end of that chapter with uh, Django throwing the chakram at her. But next, epi- but next chapter, it's fine because Luffy wakes up and takes the chakram. And in the back he's... of the skull. <laughs> no, it's it's on his like shoulder. Like it, it, like it looks like it's his skull, but then like they the rotated panels make it look like the shoulder or something. I it thought was, it hit him right in the fucking back of the head. It's really weird. Um, it's really uh, weirdly drawn. And then he's fine, though. Like, I thought blades were the one thing that can hurt him, but it, I guess he's just, like, overall just has a lot of stupid invulnerability. I don't know. People have been stabbed a lot and just been fine. Yeah, remember, this is the world of One Piece. People are, are a lot stronger, a lot tougher. They can handle a few cuts to the head and to the arms. They're fine. It's whenever you, like, do a lot of cuts when, you know, death of a thousand needles, right? I guess. Kind of thing. I mean, by this point, from the hammers from the, from the last couple chapters, uh, before the mooks got taken out, all the ones with hammers, Usopp should have a concussion right now. Maybe that's the explanation for why Usopp acts so dumb, is he has a concussion. Just so many concussions. <laughs> Just a permanent concussion. Kaya shows up and offers... Uh, uh, Claudora, her, her fortune, if he'll just go away. And he reveals that, uh, Kuro reveals that actually everything needs to be legal and accidental 
because he doesn't intend to throw away the claw door identity, but rather retire into into it, which kind of goes back to the which now we finally have a reason for why he needed this whole three year butler plan is right uh, now. Now you get it, right? I, I get it. It's still it's it makes a little bit more sense. But now it's also um, his whole if you don't kill them all in five minutes, I'll kill you thing kind of goes away because he he doesn't immediately reveal it after this. We'll we'll get to that in a little bit. But he also reveals that as part of this plan, he was to live the, this claw with this claw door identity. He was going to kill his crew anyway. So his whole threat means not like doesn't mean anything because he was going to do it anyway. He his plans on plans on plans just seems so unnecessary. I mean, that's his whole thing. He plans. Yeah. Well, it's like he if if they also if they had all this treasure, he like that Nam that Nami ends up stealing at the end. He he could if they could have just done the whole thing where they that he faked his own death and then just lived in wealth somewhere else as as now other person Claude like he didn't need to go after Kaya at all. I don't know. Anyway, this is when Kaya pulls out her gun, which where did she get that? Uh, you know, from um, Mary, most likely. I guess I guess I guess the sheep man had a gun and gave it. But yeah, she she pulls out a gun, just a big old pistol, like bigger than her head because her head is so small. The thing is like thicker around than her arm. Yeah, it's like a musket pistol. Yeah, it's this like oversized musket pistol. And she it's just pulls beautiful. it out from hammer space. <laughs> just like, hey, whips it out. It's like, fine, I'll, I'll kill you. And then Claudor serves this sick burn uh, about her parents like so bad that she drops the gun, which you should never do. That's really bad for guns. <laughs> it's very bad for guns. So Usopp steps up to try and defend her honor. And Kuro sidesteps him, ready for a counterattack. But Luffy comes in from range with the real counterpunch. So, so now we get the whole the the general. How did he do that type of thing? Because, um, like he's done a little bit of like his like rubber technique stuff, but all of that could have been explained as him being just kind of really strong. But this is the first like I guess everyone going. Oh no, he is really made of rubber. And Kuro correctly ascertains that Luffy has a devil fruit. And all the pirates go, Ye gads, the legend is true. And Kuro now has, or Clawdor, because he has thrown aside the Kuro identity, is decided that it is a fight. He only has eyes for Luffy, and he is going to, to fight Luffy while the pirates fight everyone else. Zolo beats the, the fat cat again, who is still on this like berserker rage thing. And Usopp tells the the kids and Kaya to leave because they they have proven that they are useless. And there is this whole like <laughs> by giving the kids an order and framing it as a job, he makes it honorable. Wow, that Usopp! And Usopp then uh, hits Django in the back before he can go after Kaya and the kids, but you know just like slows him down. So we see Django eventually catches up to them running through the forest. Uh, cutting down trees wholesale with his chakrams, and then it cuts back to to Zolo beating the cat again. I don't think he beats him nine times, but since the one of the explanations earlier was that cats have nine lives, I feel like they should have had him beat them up nine times. 
I I think if we go back, it's less than that. They but. they so Zoro hit him three times with each of his swords. That's nine cuts of death. You know what? I'll I'll take it. I'll take I'll, t- I'll take three times. I'll take three times three. So he he takes he takes Usopp to go after uh, Django, uh, and Luffy begins his fight with Kuro. And uh, th- this is really nice because this goes on from about halfway through chapter six through most of like chapter thirty seven and a bit into thirty eight. We get it's it's all just fight, just back to back with. Uh, Luffy pulling out these cool new techniques like the gum gum spear where he does a handspan and a double kick with his feet together. And like the gum, he brings back, he uses the gum gum whip, which is like this big, like leg sweep thing as well as, you know, the old favorites like the gum gum pistol. Yeah. The classics. Yeah. And it's like, you've got Claudor doing all these like cool jumps around to avoid it. And like the geach them, like getting their own hits in and, there's this cool thing where Luffy does like a gum gum pistol and then Claudor actually like jumps on top of the arm and then runs along it like it's a samurai movie. So you've got also like the pirates in the background in these like small panels giving like commentary as like a peanut gallery. So <laughs> which I think is great. They're like, we're not going to help our captain. You know, he's going to kill us. Yeah. Uh, but we can at least like talk, you know, just chill while we wait to die. Yeah. And, and eventually, well, he one of them goes like yeah go captain kuro and this is when we get the revelation uh that he's like don't call me kuro you idiots i planned on killing all of you all along i'm gonna be claw dore forever and then we get the just flashback claw door you know i'm i'm reading it so i'm not seeing hearing it pronounced because uh if we remember the anime i could never make it through this i could pretty That's much not, yeah you uh you've only ever got like into Barati and never even yeah. finished it and you didn't pay attention to stuff prior because a lot of the stuff no. you're like this is new and i'm like not really <laughs> a lot of it a lot of it is new to me yeah we we are hitting the point where i i do not i did not know how this fight was gonna go down but it's really cool right you're this, this fight's pretty rad yeah ma- manga wise definitely uh a decent fight like especially that the the sequence chapter thirty six to th- uh, thirty seven is uh, a pretty a pretty good like actual like just by the book shonen sequence, but it's it's done pretty well. We we then get the flashback of uh, Kuro being hounded by navy ships and being like, I'm tired of this. I have a plan. So they slaughter they slaughter a ship that's following them, and they uh, hypnotize one of the survivors to report that Kuro uh, was captured. And they uh, hypnotize someone else to be Kuro, uh, the Kuro stand-in. And the the guy that they uh, have as the stooge to report that Kuro was uh, captured is, oh, hey, it's that Morgan dude from the first arc. And the reason he had a metal jaw in the first arc is because Kuro had broken his jaw. See, it, it's all connected. Not sure about the axe arm, though, because I'm pretty sure in the panels we can see that he has both arms. So I guess the axe arm just happened later. I don't he, know. he did it as a flag. Remember, you brought yeah. you brought this up. He got the axe arm to draw attention away from his jaw. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He didn't want anyone to, to focus on the jaw and no one ever mentioned the jaw ever. It was just part of his character design is he got the axe to, uh, to show because he was like, man, I, I was able to beat this guy, but I don't have a cool gimmick. And in one piece, you have to have a cool gimmick to win a fight. 
Uh, I guess I'll make my arm really swollen, weird, and then stick an axe on it. And that's why he was able to be beaten by Luffy, is because he'd never, uh, so early, because he'd never yeah. actually done anything. He was riding off of fake accomplishments. <laughs> you know, that such as Captain Morgan. Um, anyways, let's proceed. Let's continue. Yeah, pr- proceeding on, we, we now have this backstory. We now know his true intentions. The fight continues. We have, we've got, like, Luffy using a rock to break um, the claw hands. And we get to a, a chapter where it's that super extra shading, uh, which if you don't know what I'm talking about, it's that go back and listen to some of the earlier episodes. Every once in a while, there'll be these these chapters where they just go ham on the shading. Yeah, they do a lot more uh, shading detail and stuff. You know, it's because they they get to those uh, particular pages in the actual like magazine, right? The Jump magazine. To where like, oh, we need to have an eye catcher. We need to make this look cooler. Right. And so when they give, you know, uh, any of manga artists the the chance to have those cool pages, you know, they they take advantage of it and they do either what Oda does, which is do more shading, more cool details, more like uh, making things look really nice because I really like it. It looks really good. Uh, I wish it could be the whole manga, but granted, (laughs) that would be a lot of time. This takes a lot (laughs) of budget and time. Uh, yeah. clearly because it is so overshaded and again next chapter it's gone um yeah yeah we have um the kids versus Django in the trees it's not going very well and then cuts back to to glador again talking about how he's going to kill everyone and he's going to use that attack not that attack and all the crewmen are like oh no he's using he's using that attack and nami is robbing the ship and she goes, wait, what? And <laughs> it turns out uh, Clawdor's cat out of the bag technique is uh, he moves at super speed and attacks everything. Brilliant, brilliant technique, bro. Luffy's able to just kind of tank it, though. And then he gets tired. Clawdor gets tired. So Luffy Luffy ends up grappling him, rack, wrapping him up in and wrapping him up in his up rubber limbs while Usopp and Zolo uh, make it to Django. And we get this this two page. Um, it's not a spread, but it's two pages like across from each other in a, in a fold. And where um, we have Usopp uh, in the upper right corner is Usopp uh, calling out his attack. The upper left corner is Django giving this "Oh no!" And then like the other three quarters of the page is is the attack. And then the, the other page across from it is. Uh, Luffy doing the same thing with the gum gum bell, uh, which is like this gum gum headbutt attack. Uh, Claw, uh, Claw, uh, Kuro going oh no, and then him taking the the big devastating blow. So his pages are actually mirrored, which is really cool. Kind of similar to in the last part when both Kaya and Kuro walked away from the manor, it was it was framed the same way. Uh, this in this one, the way that. Usopp and Luffy take out their targets is framed the same way. Yeah, which shows that like Usopp can take out a top contender as long as he's being carried by Zolo, literally. As long as I mean, he got his ass beaten with hammers. Like, you can't expect him to walk. He's not Luffy. He's not a fucking scary man. Yeah, again, he should have a concussion here. <laughs> he probably does. <laughs> so now the the last two chapters are uh, the. The pirates have been beaten. Luffy is is recovering because it turns out he's uh he collapsed due to blood loss. Could use a steak. 
Usopp convinces all the kids to go along with his plan of the impending pirate attack was another one of his lies to, to keep the townspeople feeling safe. And it turns out the townspeople actually kind of missed Usopp. Uh, this little daily run through the town that they're all going to die. <laughs> they were t- they really want that existential dread in their life. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it really wakes them up in the morning. Like, oh, shit, we could die today. Nah, just Usopp. Yeah, nothing like a good cup of existential of like threat to your existence to get you going in the morning. <laughs> exactly. So Usopp thanks Luffy's crew, while Nami's just thankful that she got the treasure. We get these flashbacks with the kids uh, and Usopp and like a bunch of their dreams and the breaking up of Usopp's pirate crew. But whatever, who cares about these kids? We're never going to see them again. Uh, fuck you they're great that whole scene where like he he's disbanding the usopp pirates it's so touching and so sad fuck you damn language fuck you it's good you should be sad you should be moved (laughs) it's i mean i'm I'm being a bit facetious (laughs) like it's it's nice and all it's just i i don't know the I feel like we could have gotten rid of the kids and not lost a whole lot. No, nah, um, they they helped save Kaya. They helped save Kaya. Yeah, it's, a lot of that was also Django's own like bumblingness, and while it provided like some nice comedy in the middle of the fight, it also kept yeah, without just being, them, Kaya would have died. But Kaya already Kaya did end up signing the will to save the kids, so you know. If the kids hadn't been there, actually, everything would have gone even better because Django wouldn't have been able to uh, to have something to threaten Kaya with to make her sign the will before Usopp and Zolo got there. Yeah, but Kaya wouldn't have run without the kids tracking her. It would have been in the big fight. It probably would have gotten killed by Kuro's uh, out-of-the-bag attack. It, this, the, the kids could be removed and we really not lose a lot. Um, no, they're so important. Yeah, I mean, the, going over their dreams and like the idea that not everyone's dream needs to be to be a pirate in the One Piece world. It's in fact some people can be like doctors and things. Speaking of which, that becomes Kaya's dream. Is that it turns out that her illness was sadness over losing her parents, and she's over that, so she's better now. I don't know. I think it was it was Claudora's medicine. Claudora's <laughs> medicine that was so sinisterly. Go go back and listen to the first uh uh part of this i i very clearly pointed out that the medicine that he was like now take your medicine like super sinisterly i think she was being poisoned in like a whole like yeah uh, yeah it's it's very much hinted that like yeah her illness was not only because she was sad uh but that like maybe she was just being poisoned very slowly so she you know had to rely on him so much yeah i think we're in like a george joe star situation here um, kids ask your parents Man, Oda, Oda is dark yeah. <laughs> uh, this is for kids and there's poison medicine how dare how dare uh, Oda have this in here fairly common it, it was an illness that didn't do anything except make her like sit in no, no. bed like all she yeah, did well, was it gave she Usopp, was just 2020 quarantining better than any of us yeah but it you know it's how Usopp and her relationship grew right is from her being sick majority of her life and Usopp telling her all these fantastical stories of him being a super cool brave pirate fighting giant uh, uh sea whales and shit so like it, it all works it's all good so we didn't get any confirmation i feel but kuro definitely killed her parents right um 
I'm 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 still not sure. I assume maybe, but it could have been like they just died uh, like while they were out at sea or something. Because like it's like three years ago he shows up, and then a little bit after that her parents die, and yeah, he, he probably he probably did it. He probably yeah. did the, he probably did the kill. He he probably like he never admits it. He never says it's part of his plan, but it's it's never like this dark revelation that he did it. But he he totally did it. He anyway, we're getting kind of off track from the from the 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 last two important piece of the summary here is that um oh yeah what did everyone go to Kaya for to get a ship so uh Mary the sheep man it turns out is an expert ship designer and can build them very fast so he builds this ship uh the Mary Go and then Usopp is like going, I'm gonna Mary. go be a pirate you it, punk it's the Mary Go it's that's what it Mary. says on mine. I don't care. It's the going Mary. Fuck you and fuck the translation. Wait, is that actually like a a, a translation thing? Uh, it might be because like it, I've only ever known it as the going Mary. It might. Or, it, it could be that they renamed it the going Mary, but it's the going Mary. It might. It might get renamed later. Let's let's not get too hasty on that. It's the going. No, it's the going Mary. Fuck you. But for now, it's the Mary go. And it might be the going Mary later, but if it stays Mary Go, then this is going to be a Zolo thing. Oh, uh, I'll, I'll I'll be so mad. <laughs> I'm gonna call it the Mary Go because I've I don't know that I've never done One Piece before. It's the Mary Go. <laughs> yeah, and Usopp joins the crew. He he has joined it as its captain. Luffy <laughs> though is also captain, and this will appear to be a point of contention. Yeah, it's a it's a contention where who's up's like I'm the captain and Luffy's like fuck you you're not I'm the yeah. captain and everyone is just like are you sure it's not her or the the or the other guy who who they seem like they have their shit together you two are bumbling idiots and I love y'all <laughs> so yeah we've we have uh the the chapter ends with Mary and Kaya sharing a touching moment. Mary remembering that Usopp started the whole pirates are coming thing because when his dad had left his mother uh, to be a pirate, uh, she fell ill. And so he did it to cheer her up uh, that dad's coming home is what the pirates are coming is supposed to mean. So she has to get better. But uh, no, she died, though. Um, (laughs) And so because Usopp's mom died, Kaya decides she's going to be a doctor at the end. And that's that's the end of of the assignment. So that's is there, the end of Syrup Village. Is there anything you feel we really need to highlight that wasn't highlighted already? No, I think we covered a lot of stuff. Like, um, I do want your your thoughts on like how they did the fight, especially how they split it up where where Kaya, you know, runs away and they have to chase after, you know, her because of of uh, Django following him and then the fight with Kuro. Like how how'd you feel about that fight? Like Yeah, so let's let's get into the big part of the shonen and what kind of defines it is kind of the the fights is the Kuro Luffy fight was I think actually really good. And that was I didn't really like the early parts of the fight that much. Like there were some cool parts to it, not just in terms of just moments, but just like the way it's drawn, how easy it was to follow. Um there were some parts of that earlier, but then other parts like the Meowbin brothers in Zolo, I don't feel like there were really any parts of that that were satisfying, even just from like an art. I actually think like the art kind of worked against it. Like, I don't know if this is just 
Oda's trying to figure out how to show Zolo's fights or what, but they they have, I felt, not been that satisfying outside of um, the unicycle fight with Buggy's Pirates. There's his fights, anything he's done has been actually kind of lackluster in terms of like the the visuals and, and all that. Yeah. Um, and, and I think that's one Oda probably at this point trying to find out how to do Zoro's fights and make them look really cool. Um, but also to highlight more so Luffy and, and particularly Usopp, right? Because like we're getting a lot of cool stuff from Usopp in this whole arc. I mean, granted, this is their introductory arc. This is where we meet them. So we better get some cool shit or else like, why the fuck do we care about Usopp? Yeah, and that, that's something that I'd actually kind of like to highlight between comparison between this part and the previous part is in the previous part, Usopp didn't really do a lot. In this part, we saw him using the slingshot a lot more. And outside of uh, the one where Zolo intentionally moved in the way of the shot, Usopp's pretty much hit his mark on all his shots. So that's been that's something uh, very interesting to note. And that also it was a, a special shot. So he has special shots and it was a, a special which, um, which are so cool. They get really cool. Slings- it was a special exploding slingshot bullet that took out Django. Speaking of your Django question. Um, I think I'm not really against what anything that was done with the Django Kaya chase scene, but it's that it just kept being like two or three pages in the middle of a chapter or like near the beginning or end of a chapter that just like, it felt like something I feel like would have been better, like more, a little bit more strung together. It felt like those things were spread out over a much longer passage of time but yeah. the fight with Luffy and Kuro was over a very short passage of time. So it actually made the Kuro-Luffy fight... Like, it, it doesn't make sense from like a these are happening simultaneously type thing. It just... I don't know. I feel like it, it just more interrupted the flow with the way it was presented. Like it's a presentation issue, but it's also, I guess, this is a weekly... It, it, is, it is a weekly manga. This is coming out weekly. They're trying to show the different sides of the fight at yeah. once. Yeah, and and I think this does like because uh, I'm going to kind of disagree a bit with how it cuz they do take place in the same time, right? So we get a bit of the fight, we get to a nice kind of like a bit of a, a pause, a break, a little bit of suspension, not much, but a little bit. And we cut to, you know, Jago then we see trees getting cut down, we're like, "Oh fuck, it goes back to the uh Luffy Kuro fight." And it goes back to them, but it all leads up to that two panel, that two page spread of seeing Usopp's cool hit and Luffy's head bang and the the impact the parallel pages because it leads up to that yeah, so I, I agree that I agree that where we ended up was good yeah where we ended up was good I, I do agree that it could have been done better but uh, this is also pretty early on this is yeah. still Oda's like first you know real work right and and currently only <laughs> work yeah. besides the the one shots that were prototypes of one piece I, I think it would be more just like this the second two times the last two times it cut away to to Django where it was like right before and right after uh Zolo and Usopp showed up. I think if those had been together with in like an interlinking page where we actually got Kaya signing the contract and being a little more explicit as to she did it to save the kids. And have that be just like a larger together chunk 
I feel like we could have done. I feel like that could have been a little bit better. Yeah. Is so. This is, I guess, a question for later. One piece is um, without spoiling anything for for fights where there's multiple parts going on. Does it tend to be like couple pages of fight A, couple pages of fight B, couple pages of fight C, or does it tend to go in fight chunks? Because with other shonens, um, I'm or and series, I'm a little more used to fight chunks. And this was very fight A, fight B, fight C, fight A, fight B, fight, B, fight C. Yeah. So I'm gonna say it does. They do both. So Oda does both. It all depends on the fight and the arc, right? Okay. Um, I think Oda figures out like a good pacing later on, especially when they're swapping through a lot of fights. When there are arc, because some of the arcs, you know, you've seen like how long this series is. Some of the arcs are hundreds of chapters long, mm-hmm. right? Uh, some are like dozens on dozens of chapters so some of the fights are really long uh and so oda breaks them up into either chunks or like abc fight like going a few pages few pages few pages and then maybe a big chunk for the the big important fight right which is typically the fight with luffy or whatever like big memorable fight is happening with whatever character uh so i would say it's a big mix of both um but it it leans to more what we've seen here in this chapter uh more often than not but I, I think they become more chunky because, granted, uh, the the series starts being able to breathe. Because because right now we're we're at a breakneck fa- pace, right? We're at a breakneck pace where it's like, uh, romance done, Orange Town, Syrup Village, right? Like boom, boom, boom. Things are getting done real fast, right? Yeah. Because we've already gone through like three whole arcs, right? Where most, uh, what shonen stuff, we're probably still in arc one, right? Um. Because, like, how how long was Bleach's uh, first arc Let's in comparison? How, that's that's something I, I don't have ready to pull up. What about Naruto? Yeah, actually, actually you know? Naruto would be a, a much better comparison. Um, yeah. Because I know you've read what I've never read Naruto. I, I've I, read I, I've done both again, which that's why it's so interesting that I haven't. <laughs> yeah, that you have. I've been able to avoid all this. Because, like, uh, I've only ever watched Naruto and I never finished it. I got up to, like, somewhere in Shippuden and I'm like, I'm, I'm done. I'm done with this. Uh, their first arc. Oh, was, yeah. So, was their first Land arc? of Waves uh, yeah. for for Naruto, the arc with Zabuza and Haku. Yeah. Um, we'd still be covering it. Yeah. See, so, like, o- Oda's arcs right now are really, like, boom, 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 fast pace. We're getting those nice little, ooh, yeah. yeah. These, are, these are very epic. It's... It's longer than episodic. Yeah, we we're getting a good pace. Like we're going fast, but then things start taking go start going a little bit slower. Once like you know, One Piece becomes that big massive hit. You know, year granted this is like years later, uh, right? Whenever it starts slowing down, because you know we get one chapter a week. We're currently still in year one of One Piece, right? Because there's forty one chapters we just finished, so that's forty one weeks at least. So we're still within the first year of One Piece. And it doesn't slow down till like probably year four of One Piece, where like yeah. we're like, oh, okay, we have like the longer arcs, which are some are very long, <laughs> some are very long, <laughs> some are very long, <laughs> and yeah. I have no idea how we're gonna break those up. <laughs> yeah, I think it's long. also yeah. I'm I have no idea how we're going to break up some of the longer arcs uh, for One Piece. I, I mean, we'll just do like. 10, 10 or 12 we'll just pick a random number and be like that's it if it ends on a weird spot it that we'll just have the deal 
yeah and it's and at that point it's just i i just give my kind of like we did for part one i'll just give my my thoughts and predictions and how's it going would i if if i didn't know if one piece was going would uh was still gonna go would i care to keep going yeah i think it's also one thing though to, to note is i'm as i'm looking through for comparisons like bleach stayed in the human realm for 70 chapters so those first like couple episodes of bleach were were 70 whole chapters that's wild <laughs> that's that's also a big comparison here though for why the anime is so slow for one piece is uh they go half as far in twice as many chapters for for the anime which kind of ex especially around this point so that kind of explains why the pacing for it is so awful yeah when I you think have chapters by the end that of... are partial especially early in syrup village when you have chapters that are pretty much just talking or like in in um in Romance Dawn when there's um or uh Orange Town is is the buggy one right yeah yeah Orange Town's the buggy yeah. one you have, you have entire chapters in in Orange Town where it's just like someone's flashback so yeah which is like you know maybe minutes right and they're like how can we stretch this to be twenty something minutes uh the answer is poorly <laughs> <laughs> the answer is poorly yeah I I'm not like. Anybody who's like, I'm going to start watching One Piece, I'm like, oh, please just read it. Watch yeah. it as like a side by side. It's a really good companion piece, but it's <laughs> don't main it. It's it's real. It's a slog. It's it's yeah. a real slog. It's why I, I can reread One Piece often is because it's a it's a fast read. Like, even though it's like 900 plus chapters, like you can get through like like hundreds of chapters pretty quickly. Right. So I think that's all that is a, a good thing to kind of wrap up with here is I have not been able to make it through watching One Piece, neither the dub nor the sub, but I've, I've been able to make it by reading. And, you know, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm, I am actually excited to see where this goes, to see what <sighs> the arcs that I haven't seen are. Yes. Um, I, I don't know how, how Barati will be, um, Barati will be. With, with Sanji, I believe that's the arc coming up next. It um, is, it is. But then the everyone tells me there's this Arlong Park thing, and I still have no idea. I don't answer. <laughs> you thought it was I, with Crocodile. <laughs> I, yeah, I know. I was like, is that the one with Crocodile, the sand guy? <laughs> <laughs> nope. No, nope. That, that's Alabasta, all... right? <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's Alabasta, which is around like chapter like 150 or yeah, some shit. I had no idea. I thought, see, again, I'm used to the arcs being longer. But yeah, I still do not know if Arlong Park is a person or a place. I, I don't know. And, don't know, and, and we'll find out. I'm so excited. Oh, I, I've man. had to preface that to anyone I've said that to now that we've started recording this with, don't tell me, I don't know. <laughs> don't tell me, I don't know, I don't need to know. I'm actually really glad you're not on social media, Matt. I'm really glad you're not on Twitter, because you'll get... Because, one, following me, you're just going to get One Piece uh, spoilers, because I retweet a lot of One Piece shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, but also, people can't just spoil you. <laughs> they can't be like, oh, have you seen, seen this? And it's like, oh no. <laughs> Well, none of our great um, listeners would do that to me. None of them would dare. None of them would dare. They're they're good. They're they'd be good people. Yeah, they're they're good pirates. They're not like Kuro. They're not yeah. here to spoil your time. You know, kill off your enjoyment, so to speak. So, good pirates. What what is our what is our homework assignment for for the next one? What is our next reading? Oh, okay. So your next reading is for Barati. We're going to do chapters forty-two to fifty-two. So we're going to do 10 chapters. 
Did you check what chapter 52 was? No. <laughs> I, I didn't. <laughs> I did not. Um, I mean, I can real quick. Give me a second. It's t- take take a quick second. We'll we'll wait and see if maybe there's there's like a, a chapter before. Oh after yeah, no no, we're 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 stopping at fifty two. Oh okay. yeah, you're gonna read fifty two because it's such oh it's the cool one. It's the cool one. We get to meet a cool person and ooh 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 yeah no fifty two is gonna be a good one to leave off on. Hell yeah, I'm so good. I know what you just so pure well. skill pick like a great cliffhanger. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, for pure skill, we get the, the coolest fucking one. You know what? You know what? I'm changing my homework assignment. I'm changing my homework assignment. Are you oh, ready? Okay. 42 to 51. No! <laughs> that way you can have a bigger cliffhanger. Because, <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, it's going to be so cool. You're going you're gonna to hate it. You're going to be like, oh, I need to read 52. And I'll be like, no, too bad. So your homework is chapters 42 to 51. Um, that'll also help make it split up into three a lot easier, too. Yeah. I'm I'm making a note to myself that there is apparently some big cliffhanger to hate Xamber for stopping at. Okay, it, it's in my <laughs> notes now. Um, to hate you it's, for stopping oh, I'm so at excited. I, I completely forgot this character shows up <laughs> in this arc, and it's the best character. <laughs> we get oh, it's so good. I'm so ha- I'm I'm so excited now. <laughs> Um, but man, we have done uh, five episodes now. So, um, listeners, uh, we are recording this like months prior to releasing this, uh, which is one very exciting for me because I just get to make sure Matt definitely doesn't get spoiled by anything through social media or through uh, any of our other friends who have been thankfully very nice about not spoiling you, Matt. Yeah, who again, ev- everyone I've mentioned that we're doing this to. Uh, who I've had to say, no, no, I have to go read One Piece, uh, have been, <laughs> oh, yeah, I love One Piece. My favorite arc is Arlong Park, and I have to go, don't tell me. I'm not yeah. there yet. <laughs> Just wait. It is my favorite arc. It's, I, I think it's most people's, like, probably, if not, like, their favorite arc, one of their top ones, right? Because uh, it's a very good arc. It, it's very good. Um, uh, if you like Arlong Park, you will like One Piece. If you don't like Arlong Park, you probably won't like the rest of One Piece. Right, which, as I guess, a, uh, an organizational note for you listeners, I think we decided when we were, if we were going to publish this around after we'd recorded Arlong Park or before Arlong Park. What, after, what was this? We are doing after. So after. once we finish Arlong Park, so this is you when... Can spoil me. Yeah, no, like we are we are going to treasure uh, Arlong Park. And then after it's done, after your hype, that's when we're going to start releasing episodes. I'm super hyped. I'm super excited. I mean, granted, uh, this is past us. So future us, we'll, we're all going to be like, man, everyone's going to listen to this. They're going to hear what I'm saying right now and be like, oh, man, I can't wait to get to these two nerds to get to Arlong Park and hear Matt's reaction. <laughs> do it because we 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 i already know what your reaction was by the time these get released so they won't know you listeners won't know oh man just wait all right <laughs> i'm super excited i'm so hyped <laughs> thank you all for sailing with us as we uh merrily go on our way <laughs> you could say we're going on our merry way I hate you so much, but I love it at the same time. Uh, let's sit sail. 
<laughs> Let's get going. Oh, man. <laughs> Thank you all for setting sail with us into the world of One Piece. If you'd like to keep up to date on releases and what the current chapter assignments are, be sure to follow us on Twitter at SailingAllBlue. And we'd like to give special thanks to my good friend Birdie for composing our wonderful, amazing intro. To check out more of Birdie's amazing music, be sure to follow them on Twitter at HeyIt'sBirdie and check out their works on Spotify. I'm a big fan of the album VIMP. Links to everything will be in the show notes. See you out on the open seas!